Hi, it's Dave. I read seven business books every week for a period of about seven years. In this video, I'm going to share what happened. I'm coming to you from Glacier National Park this week. It's a beautiful national park near the Canada border. Tons of lakes and hiking trails and my family's having a blast. We are supposed to go into Canada next week to visit Banff and Jasper National Park, but the borders are closed. So we're going to take a bit of a detour, head into Idaho, then Washington and Oregon over the next couple months. In this video, I want to share a foundational experience that has really helped me become a better investor. From the year 2000 to about 2007, a period of about seven years, I went to a Barnes & Noble bookstore with a friend every Monday afternoon. And for about three hours, I would sit down at the cafe and take a stack of about five to ten business books from the business section. And in the period of three hours or so, I would read through all of the books. At first, my friend was incredulous as he would see me flipping through these pages of these business books really fast. But over time, he really enjoyed me actually summarizing a lot of the core points of these business books. I did a video a few months ago called How to Read Super Fast. And in that video, I kind of give an introduction of the benefits of reading super fast. And when I look back at that seven year period in my life, I realized actually I read quite a few business and investing books. If we take an average of about seven books per week, and times that by 50 weeks in a year. That's 350 books a year times seven years. And that's about 2,450 books on business and investing. Now, obviously I also read other books here and there, and I didn't stop reading business and investing books after that. However, for that seven year period is the most consistent. So now looking back 15 or 20 years later, I'm able to look at what kind of effect reading those 2000 plus business and investing books had on my investing life. And I've summarized the benefits into three main categories. Number one is helped me to quickly find the strengths and weaknesses of businesses. I think a lot of people in the financial world or investing world, they're not really experts on businesses. And I think to be an expert on business, it's a completely different category because there's a lot of nuances. There's a lot of core elements of the business that mean a lot more than just having lofty projections of the future. For example, marketing, reaching your customer, right? Distributing your product, creating a brand, creating trust is an amazing part of the business. A lot of financial people just overlook. There's also a lot of depth and nuance with management and strategy, right? how to approach a certain market, how to manage your company, how to incentivize your workers, and also with your product, how to create a unique value proposition, how to create a culture of innovation, and how to mesh everything together to become a successful business. However, by gaining a broad exposure to many different areas of business and seeing so many historical examples of companies that have failed and also succeeded, I'm able to get a better glimpse of the strengths and weaknesses that each company has. All right, number two, reading thousands of business and investing books has given me a great appreciation for what great businesses are and what great investing is. Take an example with investing. If I was to read only, let's say 50 or 100 investing books, I probably would have a narrow view of what investing is. And I might be flooded with thoughts of how index fund investing is the best way and how you can never time the market and pick the winners. However, by expanding my exposure and my depth in terms of what investing is, I'm able to read and be exposed to so many other different types of investing approaches. One of my favorite investing books of all time is Common Stocks, Uncommon Profits by Philip 
Fisher. I'll link it in the description below. And it talks about a methodology on how to find outsized gains in the stock market. And this idea that you can pick the big winners in the stock market stands in stark contrast to the many people who think that index funds are the only way to go and you cannot consistently beat the market. And also reading hundreds and hundreds, not thousands of investing books over the years has taught me that there's actually a lot of valid types of investing. One example is I read all the books by Jesse Livermore, who is perhaps one of the greatest short-term traders of all time. And it really kind of brought respect to the trade. Also having a breadth of understanding and exposure to business and business books also has helped me to understand what makes a great business. Sometimes people think a great business needs to excel in every single area. However, I don't think that's true. Oftentimes, great businesses and great business leaders have had their glaring weaknesses. For example, take Steve Jobs, amazing entrepreneur, amazing mind who was able to build an entire company and culture around innovation, yet he had his own set of flaws as well. Another example is back in 2018 when Elon was being erratic on Twitter there was a lot of people who actually pulled their investments and said I cannot invest in a company like this anymore however when I looked at the situation with a wider scope and having a depth of background it helped me to conclude that while Elon being erratic is probably not helpful to Tesla. It's not necessarily going to break and doom the company. What's more important is the essence of the company, which is its product and its demand. It's a relationship with its customers and the way the company is improving its products and increasing its lead over its competition. And so while Elon might have been erratic in 2018, he was tirelessly working with others at Tesla to push through the most innovative, the most creative, and the most groundbreaking product to date in car history, which was the Model 3. Having the breadth of business knowledge and exposure helped me to discern during those trying times. Is Tesla a sell or is Tesla a buy? All right, number three, reading thousands of business and investing books over the years has helped me to be able to research fast and direct. Some people get into a habit of just picking stocks without doing much research. They kind of watch a YouTube video, read an article, or hear a stock from a friend, and they don't want to miss out. And so they just pick the stock without doing much research. And even after holding the stock, they're still not doing a ton of research. I think having in the past kind of a discipline and a habit of doing a lot of reading and reading fast has helped me to be able to do my own research. Most of the time I'm not relying on other people's opinions or other people's articles or other people's takes on that company. Rather, I'm going directly to the source. I'm reading their annual reports. I'm reading their quarterly reports. I'm watching their CEO interviews. And oftentimes for a company I'm researching, I'm watching as many CEO interviews as possible. I want to get firsthand information. I want to understand how the CEO is thinking, how clear his thinking is, what his strategy is, how deep it is, and what is the company's competitive advantage going forward. Starting around 2004, I started to watch Steve Jobs every interview and every keynote that he would give. And I was able to evaluate what Steve Jobs brought based upon the breadth of understanding and the breadth of exposure I had with business and investing. And that's why Steve Jobs stuck out. He was much more clearer. He was much more deeper in his thinking, in his product, and his understanding of what business is. And by spotting that early on in Steve Jobs and Apple, I was able to start an iPhone apps company in 2008. It was clear to me at the time that the iPhone was starting a revolution and that apps would be at the center of it. All right, I want to hear from you guys. What has helped you in your investing experience? Are there any great books or any great interviews or any helpful experiences you've had? Also in the comments section, ask some questions on what kind of topics you'd like me to cover in future videos. If you've appreciated this video, please like it and subscribe to this channel for notifications. In this channel, we're looking at investment topics from a deeper angle, trying to resist the herd mentality and looking at things from both quantitative and qualitative views. If you're on Twitter, follow me at HeyDave7 and we'll see you 
you in my next video. Thanks.